0: Welcome to the Prism of Torah Podcast Archive, with your host, Rabbi Asaf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devar called, Parashas Vayishlach, the power of prayer. In Parashas we have Yaakov with all his family and cattle and herds getting ready to, to he's walking towards his brother Isav. As we know that Isav is uh, very angry at him because he stole the blessings from him and he wants to kill him. And he has 400 people with him, soldiers, and they're coming up against him. And we know that Yaakov sets up, his, he, he splits up his family into different sections and, and they're going to give a lot of presents to Esav. Rashi explains over there how he's getting ready in three different ways also with davening Tashem ta and Tfila and also by giving presents to him, etc. But the nekuda I want to focus on is Tfila, the power of tefillah. Because at the end of the day, let's see what happened and let's see what exactly was the essence of the prayer of Yaakov Tashem ta that he'll save him from, from his uh, brother Esau. So, first of all, he's very specific in what he asks for. And the Zoal says that from here we learn that it is very important to be specific in your tefillahs to in your prayers to Hashem, even though obviously Hashem knows what we're asking for. But one should be very specific. And Mir Tzeh Hashem, at the end, I'll try to bring a very interesting story that has to do with this idea. But what I want to share with you is the Beis Alevi. Perhaps I brought up this Beis Alevi last year. But I'm not sure, and if I'm not sure, then I'm assuming for sure you're not sure. So, I'll play, it. I think it's playing it safe, and I'll bring it, I think it's a very nice idea. The Beis HaLevi says that when Yaakov avinu daventa Hashem, he said, please save me from my brother, from Esav. Miad Miad Esav So the obvious question is, even according to the Zohar that we just mentioned, that it's, from here we see how specific you have to be in your prayers, but you don't have to overdo it. There's no there's no extra redundancy in the Torah. So why does it have to say... We already know who Esav is. So it's enough to say... Isav. Why does it have to say... na miyad isav? Obviously, there are two different prayers going on over here. And that's exactly what the Beis Alevi answers. He says that when a person is going up to fight... or he has an enemy... there's two ways... Tact- t- tactics one can take either he can really go up in arms against him and in which case the the, uh, the prayer for that would be please protect me from him that he doesn't, doesn't hurt me, doesn't kill me and that's Pshat in na the second part from Esav Esav is a rasha, he's a wicked person he wants to hurt me, he wants to hurt my family he wants to kill us, please save me for that and indeed that prayer was answered because we saw that a Buhu who affected A and didn't allow him to hurt Yaakov. He tried to bite him, according to the Midrash, and instead it ended up kissing him. And the second prayer was the other tactic. The other tactic is, even if at the end of the day, I'm not going to have to go up in arms against him in the fight. So the only other way is to become friends with him, or at least to pretend you're friends with him. Which a lot of times, that's the tactic we we want to try to go with, because we don't want to start fighting with someone. But when you do that, there's a big risk, because when you become friendly with someone that doesn't have good midot and is a bad person, then we're we're worried that's going to rub off on us. As we mentioned, the Rambam, that our person gets affected by his surroundings. And therefore, you have to daven for that as well. And indeed, that is the second prayer. Mi'ad Achi he he's a brother of mine. Oh, we're close. I'm worried that if we become close, then I'm going to get affected by him. That's the second prayer that he had, Ta'a bochu, And indeed, this prayer was also answered. Why? Because later on, the Torah goes out of its way to explain to us the dialogue that happened between Yaakov Avinu and Esav. And Esav said, come. Now Now they, Yaakov gave him presents, and now they're... Kissing cousins, so to sort of speak. Yisav goes to Yaakov. Come, let's walk together. My guys and your guys, everyone together. Of course, Yaakov didn't want that, but he couldn't tell him, "I don't want to be with you." So what did he say? Oh no, it's that everyone. The kids are too young, and and, and the sheep I have, they're gonna die if I walk too fast. I don't wanna, I don't wanna slow you down. You go ahead. I'll meet up with you in Seirah. Which the Gemara Nevoitazah later on says that it was just, he said that, but really he wasn't going to reach that far because he wanted to ensure that they don't bump each, bump, he he wanted to make sure they won't be together so that Asaf can't negatively affect him and his family. But you see that that, that prayer was also answered. The base of then goes on to say, according to me, the fact that the Torah goes out of its way to say that it, the same day, that Esav met up with Yaakov, with his 400 soldiers, that same day he left. Why does I have to say that? So, the Vesal says, a lot of Mepharshim commentators ask, why is that an important piece of information for us to know? What can we learn from that? But the Vesal says, according to me, it's very good. Why? Because, of course, because it shows that even that prayer was answered. Also, the prayer about ensuring that now that we're on paper at least, were friends, Yaakov and Isav, I want to ensure it doesn't affect me. And Hashem answered his prayers because he made sure that Isav will leave him already that day. Hayoim. That day he left. That's what it says in the Pasuk. According to this, we're also marviach. We we ma- bishut this idea, and this is how we learn Pshat in the, what it says, what the Beis Levy is telling us. We also understand the duplicate Russian later on. That it says that it says that Yaakov was afraid but it said in in, in two uh, duplicate Lashon, twice it says it it seems to, to say in two different ways that he was scared both type of, uh, it means like he was scared why does it say it twice so Rashi already ha- asked this question and he says because he was scared he was going to kill and he was scared he was going to get killed or his family was going to get killed he didn't want to do the act of killing as well but according to the Beis Alevi, we can have another explanation of what's happening over here. He was scared that, in, that he was going to get killed, he was going to get hurt. And if they become friends, he's also, he also was scared. It's a different type of being scared that he's going to affect him. So everything's glad. The Beis Alevi then goes on to say that this is also... We know in general, there's a very important klal to know, that anything the Torah tells us about our forefathers, it's also a symbol and a sign of what's going to happen in future generations. And he says, indeed, in the future, the goyim are going to try to do the same to us. Sometimes they're going to try to go head-on-head fighting with us, so we have to fight, we have to sorry, we have to daven to Hashem, that they won't affect us. And, we, and also, sometimes they're going to pretend to be our best friends and try to affect us, or maybe really try to be our friends, but we're worried we have to daven to Hashem that He'll protect us from them. And the last point I want to emphasize, and this I think brings this as well, before we move on to the story, Mir Tz is what came first? What prayer came first? Mi'ad achi first saying it my brother. When, and then Mi'ad Esav, from Esav, the, the wicked person. Why? Because the most dangerous thing is the effect one can have on someone in his Midot, which represents spirituality. We have to worry in about our families more on a spiritual level than physical level. Of course, both are important when we daven for both. But one should realize that the most important thing is the spiritual level. I think it's in the Akdama, of the, the preface of the High Adam, he explains, I think it's that or the Chinuch, I don't remember anymore, he says that the, the all we really want... It doesn 't matter so much about everything else, okay, yeah, we want the kids to have parnasa, to have whatever job they need just to get a, around but that 's a means the end is to ensure that they live a spiritual life that is that 's the only thing a, a a parent wanted in those days, and we should keep that be focused that 's the most important thing the spiritual well being and growth of our families i'd like to end off with a story because we see that that the person should know should never give up and should always daven Hashem. Like we know that it says, "Afilu chadam al shel adam which means even if a, there's a sword on someone's, literally on his head, he still shouldn't think it's game over, but rather he should daven to Hashem to do because you you can never know how a tefillah can can have an impact. And with that, I would end with a story, but I'll I'll uh, put it in a different file. So, stay tuned for the story about the Korach of Tefillah. Good Shabbos. Yevatzon, that will take this idea and implement it with our families. Use the Korach of Tefillah, this enormous tool that Hashem gave us to be able to dive into Hashem. And we should use it also from physical potential harm, but more than that, for our spiritual well-being and growth. Good Shabbos. If you opened this file hoping to hear the story already, I'm sorry, but it's very important for me to tell you one other idea that was a chiddish to me that I found out only this week. If For those of you who have heard of Diane Fisher, so his grandson learns in my uh, in my kolal, and I speak to him, uh, Belimud a lot, and he showed me a fascinating chazunish that I didn't know existed, which changes everything about the way I, I daven. Why? Because until I saw this chazunish, I said, of course I can daven for my friends or people that are important to me, but they have their own free will, so I can't make a decision for them that they'll become closer to Hashem. It has to come from them. So the way I davened was that hopefully events or occurrences will happen in their life that will trigger them into wanting to get closer to Hashem. Because at the end of the day, it says, The sages Hazal, tell us that which means everything HaKadosh Buhu left in his hands except for the level a person decides he wants to get close to Hashem, i.e., Doing mitzvahs and torah, etc., and working on oneself's midot and stuff like that. However, the Chazun Ish says a big shiddish, and he says that indeed one can even daven that automatically a person, his friend, or family member, can get closer to Hashem. Why? Because it's true that it says, Hakol everything is in the hands of Hashem, aside from the level of closeness. To that 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 in itself a person can only decide, but it, it's not referring only to each person for himself. It's in the hands of people, but people can use the vehicle, the kli, the tool of davening to also be mashpia, to affect their fellow Jew. So Hashem left that in our hands, but we—it's in our hands also to daven for someone else. So before I go ahead and say the story that demonstrates how powerful Tfila is, I want to say that idea because it can change the way we daven for our families, friends etc. The story that I'm about to tell you was said by Rav Shvadron I don't know how long ago and he said the following he tried to show people what it means to believe in Hashem and to believe in the power the koach of tefila. like we know Chazal teaches us no matter what situation a person is in even if a sword is hanging on someone's neck he should still not give up and daven. For mercy from Hashem, the following story is what he said about an average person that was a lawyer in England. And he came up to his to his rav and he said, "I'm in big. I have a big issue over here. I have a customer, a client, that I'm trying to represent, but he was totally leading me on, and he lied to me." And right now, I'm now in, I have big issues and the government's after me and have major issues and I need a miracle to get out of this. And the only one that can help me is a Kodesh Bochuh. And I can't, Davin to He goes, what's the problem? Perfect, Davin to What's the problem? He said, I'll explain to the Rav. And he says, many years ago, I went for work to Australia with my only daughter. I went there to work and after a couple of months, my daughter got really sick they found a growth Lo Aleno, and she needed to go to the hospital and it was spirali- the, the situation was spiraling out of control and she became worse and worse. It reached the climax that she couldn't even get out of bed, she couldn't even drink, she couldn't do anything. At one point, the doctors even told me, that's it, she has a couple of hours to live. At that point, I was willing to give anything I could to my daughter. But I couldn't. The only thing I could do, I couldn't give her life. So I said, I have to daven for the person, for the only one that can give life to people, which is Hashem. And he wasn't such a, he wasn't a religious person at all. But he obviously had the simple emunah in Hashem. And he remembered that his father took him during his bar mitzvah to shul. So he went to the closest shul. And in the shul, he he went next, to, he was he was so happy that the show was open, he ran up to the Aron to the Ark, and he started tearing and davening to Hashem to please save his daughter. And he got so into the davening, he said to Hashem, I promise that if, if Hashem will take care of this for me and get my daughter to be healthy again, I will not request anything anymore in my whole life from Hashem. And he went back to the hospital, and he couldn't believe what he saw. He saw his daughter sitting up, and getting a bit better, and also the doctors came up to him and they said, Yeah, Baruch Hashem, she seems like she's getting, a, she's getting a bit better. We thought she was about to die, she's getting a bit better. Another week went by, she even was able to drink water, which was unbelievable. And another two weeks, she she was even getting off the bed and walking, and the doctors decided to do a new MRI or whatever it was, and they saw that her system totally cleared, and the doctors even had to get together to show what happened, because it was a total miracle, and they told him that it's nothing less than a miracle and he and he says to the rav this is exactly my problem i promised hashem i would not daven i will not pray and ask for anything anymore so that so the rav told him don't worry you think hashem who's your father bashamayim knows that only hashem can help you and he won't want you to daven for him of course despite what you said he wants you to daven and pray that's your connection to hashem and you should daven Meaning, and indeed, he did daven, and Hashem also helped him in the situation he was, and he somehow got out of it. And the reason I'm bringing this story is because a person should know that the tefillahs, they do have power. HaKadosh Baruch will give us that tool, and we're connected to Hashem. And I'll say one other little story, this I know from my rabbi, HaRav Arnon, who was very, very close with Steinman Steinman Zatzal, And he went to him, and he said, he had a certain issue, he took a friend of his that had a certain issue, it doesn't matter what the issue was, and he heard that there's all kinds of uh, ideas of what one can do, gulot, all kinds of remedies, whatever it is that people try to do that, that will alleviate the situation. So, Ruf Steinman told him straight away, I don't understand. He said to him, you happen to be about Baal You know what it is. We have a, s- a direct connection to Hashem through prayer. Use that. That's the strongest tool. Use prayer. Yirat son will take this idea with us, especially the way I started, that I told you that one can even daven for his siblings and for his family and friends to get closer to Hashem, according to the Chazunish. And one should use the the, the power of tefillah always to go to... T- to go to the to, 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 to daven to Hashem that's how we connect to Hashem and we have to also understand that no, no matter what the results we see in this world the Tfilos have hashpah and sometimes we only see them after 30 days sometimes we see them after 30 years the and we'll continue to grow spiritually and davin for the growth of our families not only physically but spiritually good Shabbos this is the Prism of Torah podcast. Dhrubh Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. The le important thing Alexander ben the most <repeat> is